0: Welcome to At The Organ. Hello, I'm Brent Johnson, and welcome to this installment of What I Did Last Summer. Here we play audio recorded as part of making our YouTube video series, where I explore pipe organs inside and out. These videos can be found on the Oregon Media Foundation's YouTube channel. This podcast features the audio from that recording session, and maybe a little bit extra that didn't end up in the video, giving you some behind-the-scenes looks at the production of these videos. Today's audio was recorded at Emanuel Lutheran Church in Tilsit, Missouri, home to a Henner's organ built in 1925. This episode will be in two parts, as was the video we produced from it. By this point in our video-making process, I was starting to get emails and calls from people around here suggesting things I might like to go see. Someone contacted me and said, Did you know there are three identical Henner's organs from three different decades in the same county? Well, this I had to go see. The Henner's Organ Company started building organs in 1879 in Pekin, Illinois. They built both reed organs and pipe organs, and they pioneered the art of mail-order instruments. A church would order an organ from a catalog of their stock designs, and soon after, their completed instrument would arrive packed in crates on a train or a boat. Usually a representative from the company, or someone local that the company worked with, would then arrive and assemble the organ. Chances are high that while that person was in town, they did their best to sell a few more organs while they were there. I'll talk more about that later, but for now, let's go to Emanuel Lutheran in Tilsit, Missouri, where we're setting up our microphones and preparing to record. Now, once again, we were still experimenting with using two microphones, one for the organ, the other for voices, and we hadn't quite learned to stop talking over the playing of the organ.
1: That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 maybe it's atmosphere of the I work in a church. There's never enough space. Never enough storage. Um, so you're in
2: school or working? Or? Uh, yeah, I went to Zoom. I'm a Science
1: major. Awesome. And so Here today, huh?
2: yeah. yeah. I uh, have been doing a lot of writing with my grandma lately. Oh, yeah. And so uh, we got our writing done early this morning so that I would be able to come here. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for being
1: here. In addition to being director of music, organist of St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Jackson, you are a professor of organ at Southern Southeast. It's already Home schools. Imagine Millsford Church in where are we? Missouri. Well there are two sure. churches in Tilsit. Two. Yeah. yeah. They One right up the street, St. James yeah. and Evangelical Church Do so they have an order? No, They might still have a read.
0: I, really like I can't take it. I've a cold, you When you're talking to me, you we're know, um, just looking at the organ. Right? It's, it's kind of weird with that position. Okay. Kind of hard to do. Okay. Yeah. And this one also we <laughs> speaking to <of> this. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. well, why not? Hi, I'm Brent Johnson, and today we are at Emanuel Lutheran Church in Tilsit, Missouri. Uh, with me is Matt Polish. Matt is normally organist of uh, St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Jackson, Missouri, which is just down the road, and also a junk professor of Southeast Missouri State University. Correct. Okay, Gerardo, also not far away. Right. Uh, today, though, we're here to see this instrument. Uh, tell me about this organ. Uh,
1: this is a 1925 Hinners pipe organ uh, built in Beacon, Illinois, uh, by John Hinners and various associates that came uh, after that. Uh, it's, a, it's a four-stop instrument with the added uh, organ and pedal, one manual, uh, divided stops, and uh, uh, really
0: beautiful instrument in space. Um, and you said this was 1925. 1925? Now, Henner started out building reed organs in Pico, Correct. And he used the same divided concept for one manual instrument and then eventually branched out into pipes. Right. Um, let's see, 1925, they were building pipes. I think so. Yes. Um, but we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just have four rings plus the pedals. Let's just start. I want to hear some of it. Um, okay. Let's start with the diapason, some of which is out here in the facade.
1: Yes, in the, in the facade and then right behind the facade outside the swirl box because of course everything else is enclosed. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. carries... Well, things. but it's clear too. Absolutely. Just the it sings very well. I should add
0: we have fantastic acoustics in this room. It's so nice. uh, that, that does That's helpful. Now, of course, you have to pull two stops since it is divided in order to get both treble and bass. In there. Right,
1: because the mm-hmm. treble just handles from middle C up have nothing if you pull the base uh, of it uh, nothing until you get the to middle to...
0: to now is that done with the split chest and two sliders that's a question for you all right we'll, we'll find out sure. we'll, we'll sure. dig in a little
1: okay. all right um, so after our diet pacing what's next uh, we have an eight foot gadget cadet, which is also very lovely Right, and, and that's in the box, so as you close it down, it doesn't fade yeah, away a effective. Alright, and, and then what we, do we have? Uh, Gamba, we have Gamba, which is very stringy, works really well with the principal. it gives a little bit more of a, almost a reedy quality. Bass with the okay, so. That's yeah, it's a very thin scale, very bright. What does that sound like? Almost more of a yeah, yeah, quality. A what does it sound like with the flute? Very nice, almost Celeste quality.
0: Fluted strands for the floor and so much music. Yeah. Yes.
1: All right, and then we have a four foot flute. Four foot uh, just labeled flute. I'm treble and bass. Bass. Just by itself.
0: it is, kind of but well with How does that, so let's put on the principal at eight foot. And then with the forefoot, how does that brighten up the principal? <laughs> So let's play with the, the divided thing. I want to see how we can use this to uh, our advantage. So, if I'm going to play a melody in my right hand, I'm going to use what, the viol and the flute. i try this. Yeah. So that's
1: the in the right hand. And of course, you have to stay below them to see what they come. Mm-hmm. The game is pretty big, though. Oh, yeah. That's right could you do? Let's say, might just um,
0: let's put the flute on both bass and treble. Okay. But put the forefoot on in the treble. Okay. And so now, if you have chords in your left hand. options there with what you can do with just these right. Right. uh we also have a tremolo is that actually logic i'm not sure
1: got a, um, from middle D down, very back, of the
0: case. Okay, so we have uh, 14, 14 pipes are just from middle D correct for that octave, and as I recall in Henner's literature, he says you just never need to use anything higher than that for church music. Right. So they only gave you that bottom octave. It's the left, left, left footed one. Exactly. Orchestra. But you do have a coupler, so you can couple down. Yeah, so I can take the
1: open down, for example, and come
2: down. You just notice that the 16 falls out. Yeah. Right. Okay,
0: well, okay. it's a way to solve the problem of having to pedal in a small one. And save space.
1: The, the supercouple. I'm sorry? divide. Well, sort of, yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't have a... a no, have a supercouple. A supercouple. That's when it really gets inside.
0: Now, this is to just supercouple the manual to yes, itself? Yes, the manual to itself. Now, this is something that I know, uh, there's no two-foot in this organ. And hitters sometimes if the organs got big enough, would have a two-foot. Right. But he always made a way to make a two-foot. Yeah, so, um, so if
1: I pull the supercouple on just with the open eight-foot... going and then if we add that for the flute um, then we get our two friends. Friends and so forth, that these organs weren't necessarily built to play a full organ. They, they um, a lot of times, wind became an issue. Uh, mm-hmm. If you pulled all three eight-foot and four-foot, had the sixteen going, especially if you were um, down in the low end of the pedal board. So um, I've sort of uh, come to the conclusion that the gamba, the open, and the four-foot flute um, are, are full organ, and the eight-foot gedeck is sort of wasted, uh, wasted wind.
0: Well, and that was an important consideration when. the Wind was raised by hand. Right, because right. we have an yeah. electric blower now, but we actually have. We can still hand pump. So, I we think can see we should. Be I think we should.
1: Public. All right, yeah, we'll a <laughs> I think we should. I don't know who's going to pump. But we'll so find someone. We'll hire someone. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, um, good. I guess uh,
0: that's. Why don't we do a little play?
1: Oh, I'm going clock pieces. Our musical clocks, so mechanical pieces um, meant to come out of buildings and clock chimes and so forth. Um, work really well to demonstrate uh, the various stops here because they're also different. Um, so um, here's a couple of selected movements. This is a little minuet. Give me, give me some air and see. Yeah, I don't think it was, it wasn't starving for air.
0: So inside, the first thing we see here is our bellows handle for pumping up this instrument. Everything's in this one box. So there's our gamba, gedect and our forefoot, right? Gamba, gedecked, yeah, forefoot flute, and then the open diapason is all out here in front with bits tubed off to go to the facade. So the side pipes here on this expansion are dummies with all the playing pipes in the front. And then that's an interesting swell linkage. The swell is on a rocker arm, goes up to another rocker, all the way up and closes from the top. I've not seen one quite that complicated before. And here's our stop action. Someone near the console? Yes. Could you turn on the diapason treble? Yep. So our treble stop actions on this end. Just go through them all, all the trebles. Those linkages go through those little rounds. Interesting, it's all metal linkages from the stop knobs to the stop action. And, of course, the base actions on the other side. Tubing for the pedal has been replaced with plastic tubing, which, unfortunately, is starting to decay and causing some issues, but that's a simple fix. Other than that, everything in here is pretty original. What is that? Can you pull the tremolo knob? Yeah, that's what that is. Okay. So the tremolo is over there on the floor, but the arm for it is right here. There's just a slider valve. Turn that on again it just lets air from the chest into the tremolo through that long pipe. Yeah, there's our octave of 16-foot Bordens, plus two. Interesting that they went all the way up to D. And there's the actual tremolo. It looks a whole lot like the Pfeffer tremolo we saw a few weeks ago. It just has a dump valve and mechanics inside to turn it on and off. These are the base end of the stop action. And then the bottom end of the diapason are these wooden pipes. It doesn't go all the way down to eight foot. They're actually just stopped flutes. That helped it to fit under a small ceiling. Nothing is higher than the top of the swell box on this one. Key trackers are right here. They're not not very long. They just go straight up into the chest. Pedal trackers are down there. Can see that they just go over to the chest as well since the top part of it just plays the chest. Where does that action come from? I don't see where that. Oh, well, there it is back there. i next to you. <coughs> so we're both here on There the... we are. Oh, now we have a shadow.
1: So I'm looking at the camera, right?
0: Uh, yeah, I'm looking here. at you. And can you bring that around and so that it hits me a little more? may have to come up a step. Perfect, thank you. Sure. <laughs> All right. Well, Matt, thank you for showing us this wonderful 1925 Henner's instrument. You're very welcome. Now, one thing I want to mention is this would have been purchased by the church and would have shown up in town on a train in a box. Yes. The church folks had to go down, pick it up, and somebody from Henners would show up later show up and later. impact the organ because it was a catalog organ. Right. Um, they made a lot of these that were the, the same, and in fact there's two more very close by. There are. Which would have made sense. When the guy came to town, he probably went around to the other churches and right. sold a few. So, um, next week we're going to be back. We're going to see two more almost identical instruments to this one, Uh, so make sure you subscribe so you get notifications for when our videos go online. And remember, if you want streaming classical organ music 24 hours a day, visit our three stations, organlive.com, Positively Baroque, and The Organ Experience. Thanks for watching, I'm Brent Johnson, I'll see you next time. All right. All right. So that was our visit to Tilsit, Missouri. Immediately after that, we packed up our equipment and drove just a few miles down the road to another Henner's Organ, identical and stopless, but from two decades earlier. The Henner's Organ Company was so good at delivering stock model organs that they did not feel a need to update their organ designs, so two different churches could end up with completely similar organs. I'll bring more about that in our next episode. My thanks to Matt Polish for his assistance that day. We'll hear more of him in the next episode. Also to Sarah Golson, a member of the church who opened the building for us that day. Zach Simons assisted with production and recording. If you want to see the video we made, it's embedded in the post for this episode at attheorgan.com. If you have comments, questions, or suggestions, you can leave a comment directly on the post for this show at attheorgan.com or you can email us at info at Thank you for listening today, and thank you as ever to all of our many sponsors, supporters, and subscribers who make it possible for us to do what we do, even during a pandemic. If you want to help us continue to make more podcasts and videos, you can do two things. First, you can make a financial contribution to the Oregon Media Foundation by going to organ.media and clicking on support. And then, second, please help us spread the word about the foundation. Tell your friends, online or in person, about At The Organ, Organ Live, Positively Baroque, The Organ Experience, or our YouTube channels. You can find links to all of them at organ.media. That's it for now. I'm Brent Johnson. Thanks for listening, and I'll meet you here next time at The Organ. You've been listening to At The Organ. We'd love to hear your comments about the show. Send your email to info at, at theorgan.com or just go to our website where you can comment on the show. There you can also hear this week's show again or find back episodes. The address is attheorgan.com. At the Organ is a production of the Organ Media Foundation. For more information about supporting the Foundation, go to organmedia.org. Thank you for listening, and we'll meet you here next week at the Organ.